All right, welcome back. Day Player 720 WGN. So many of us made New Year's resolutions, and about two weeks in, maybe two and a half weeks in, and it's always one about eating better, losing weight, and most people have already fallen off this. So how do you maintain that and eat healthy every day? Well, Dr. Ian Smith is a best-selling author, including his most recent book, Plant Power, his new book coming out this spring called The Metflex Diet. Uh, he's got Get Fit with Dr. Ian on Facebook, and he joins us tonight. Dr. Ian, how are you, buddy? Hey, Dave. Great to talk to you. I'm great. How are you? Good. Happy 2023. Uh, it's a decade-old tradition to to have you on right in the beginning of the year to talk about these things. But I want to ask you first, like, what are you looking forward to in 2023? Like, the, what's the big moment, a vacation, whatever it might be for the new year? You know, I got a stacked 2023. I'm so excited. First of all, I got <laughs> two books coming out this year. Uh, as you just mentioned, uh, my diet book called The Met Flex Diet is coming out in April. And then in May, I have the third installment of my novel mystery series, uh, the Ash Kane series. Uh, and this one's called The Overnights, which is, uh, and this series, of course, is based in Chicago. So people will love this series all about Chicago. It's our street. It's our restaurants. Um, but The Overnights is about uh, a ratings war between two female anchors in Chicago who are <laughs> fighting to take the number one slot during sweeps, which is our ratings period, right? Right. Um, so that comes out in May, so I'm excited about that. Um, that series has been an uh, option to become a TV show, um, so we are That's in development cool. for that. Yeah. Then my other novel, The Ancient Nine, which is about um, the Harvard's secret societies, of which I was a member as an undergrad, uh, that novel has been optioned um, to become a TV show also, and so we are working with that. Um, and then um, we're going to um, we're going to Africa in June. I oh, love Africa. Cool. Oh, yeah, wow. uh, going to South Africa and Zimbabwe on safari. This is my fifth trip to Africa, I think. Um, so yeah, so um, lots going on. I'm excited. I'm going to Kenosha, Wisconsin, and then after that, I'm. Uh, <laughs> it sounds so much more exciting than my life right now. But no, that's cool. That's cool. It's nice to have those placeholders there, and I almost feel like, like right now. First of all, congrats on the books and and the TV series, and I know a, a movie on one of the first novels and stuff. I mean, that's very very cool stuff. Congrats Thank on you. all of that. But it's kind of like I'm kind of like laying the groundwork. I've got a calendar out like of what I want to see happen this year, but that's a it's a and it's a very healthy thing to do that cuz I I'm a planner. Like I like knowing what's going on in October already. And sure. and sure. I and I've been taking one day at a time a little bit, which I'm not enjoying anymore, so I can start planning <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the year for sure. Um you mentioned the Metflex diet. Um and that's burn better fuel, burn more fat. Just touch upon that a little bit cuz we'll talk about it when it comes out too. Sure. Well, metabolic flexibility is a concept that's been around for a little while, but most people don't know about it. And what it means is this, very simple. Your body has the ability to burn different types of fuel. The two of the major types of fuel that our body uses are either carbs or fats, okay? And we tend to be more carb-driven as far as our ability to burn fuel because we typically eat more carbs and because carbs actually like glucose, sugar, is actually the fuel for our brain. So the bodies typically are good at burning carbs. However, we're not good at burning fats, and we're not good at switching from one to the other. So metabolic flexibility says you have the ability to burn whatever fuel that you're eating at the time. If you're eating carbs, you can burn carbs. If you're eating fats, you can burn fats. And most people are metabolically inflexible, which means 
they typically can only burn one or the other efficiently. So this program is a six-week program that trains your body to be able to become more flexible at eating, or excuse me, burning whatever you eat. Um, so it's very exciting. It's very new. I've never written a plan like this before, by the way, there because some of it is partly keto, not full keto. There's partly keto to it. There's some intermittent fasting to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are things on the menu I've never had. I have, I mean, there's steak on the menu. There's some fried foods on the menu. It's not a typical Dr. Ian plan. Um, but the beauty of it is that people have lost up to 20 pounds in six weeks. Uh, I have a group on Facebook, as you know, I always do, mm-hmm. um, that people can join um, and do some of it for free. Uh, and so if they send me an email, my email is Ian Smith, I-A-N Smith, fit body at gmail.com and then they can join our facebook group and get access to some of the plan but it's really fun people are loving it we the group that's doing it now one lady lost 11 pounds week one now that's a lot to lose but i but i'm just saying you can lose a lot or you can lose you know average yeah. but it's it's effective you know it is always good doing this as a group and i and i love doing it, especially when it comes to uh eating and and goal setting and so forth and working out I like I love, always like to maybe it's the competitive side of me, but I also mm-hmm. don't want to do it alone. And I think that's what right. when you do that uh, on Facebook, I think that's what encourages people to stay on track. And, and well, I think that yeah, go ahead. you talk about motivation. Yeah. I think that one of the issues is that weight loss. I don't care what anyone says. Weight loss is not easy. Okay, and I don't care what the commercials say and all the things you see on those magazine headlines. Weight loss is challenging for everybody. And I think, and it's also going to be very lonely. And so I think that a lot of the studies have shown that people who lose the most weight and keep it off the longest are those who have some type of support system. Uh, And so I have had tremendous success with getting people from all over the world, by the way, um, to get into these groups. They support each other. I mean, I go through a group. I spend almost an hour a day just reading the post, and they're so inspirational, sharing recipes. People are hooking Mm, up in different cities and becoming workout buddies. So accountability partner. So yes, you're right. When you have some type of support system, it makes the journey that much easier. No question. Absolutely no question. You know, and this is the time of year too that people are trying to deliver on their New Year's resolutions. And now we're two and a half weeks into the year, already three weeks. For a lot of people it's over. You know, you the gyms are packed in the beginning of January and <laughs> you know, nobody really knows like how to get to that goal. And yeah, joining a gym does doesn't do it. That, that's that's not all you do unless you have a trainer and there's you know, you're eating right and everything else. But to you, like what are the biggest misconceptions that you hear from people who are considering making that transition to a healthier lifestyle? Well, I think the first thing is I always speak against New Year's resolutions. I understand the spirit of having a New Year resolution, but I really feel like they become very transient and temporary. Like you said, most people are off of theirs already. I believe in New Year, that means the whole year determination. Mm -hmm. You're going to be determined for the entire year to do things. I think one one of the mistakes that people make is that they try to do too much. Right. Like they have 10 things they want to change. Yeah. And I think that's too big of a list. I think if you decide that you're really going to focus on three to five things that you want to change or enhance, um, you know, for the entire year, I think that's really manageable and it's doable and it's not overwhelming. So the first thing I would say to people is get the right number of things that you want to change. Um, and I think people also have to set big goals and mini goals, you know, yeah. just, yeah. you know, just don't say I want to lose 40 pounds this year. You then have to set the mini goals. You have to say, I want to lose 40 pounds, but I'm going to break it out over 
you know, three pounds this month, four pounds the next month, and even go down to the weeks. Like you said, you're a planner, so am I. And I think that when you can sit down and write that out and you have a goal that you're going towards, I think that really helps people. And the third thing I want to say is that I think that people don't plan well. You yeah. know, in order to be successful, almost not just weight loss, but anything in life, you have to plan and you have to figure out kind of, okay, this is what my meals are going to look like. You know, you know, take Sunday and look at what your week looks like. You know, I'm going to have a, you know, an office dinner, you know, on Thursday, I'm going to have a game on Tuesday and kind of like in your mind, figure out what the week is going to look like. People who plan ahead of time don't find themselves getting caught, uh, you know, you know, with uh, being around bad food, I shouldn't say bad food, but being around food that's off the plan. um, And then they're stuck. So I think, planning and preparation is also key. So this isn't a commercial, but I'm going to tell you this. Uh, you and I have been talking 10 years now, and I remember you coming, I, I think it was literally New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, something you came in when I was on a way late shift and you hung out in studio for an hour with me and we talked about things. I took a little bit of everything you said and took it to heart and did it, but it was a few years ago when I read one of your books and I and it just kind of dawned on me like, okay, I'm not happy the way maybe I'm not working out every day. I'm still eating everything on my plate, which is what my parents taught, taught me to do. Um, you know, I had to make a change and I haven't stopped in those three years. So a lot of it is about, you know, retraining your brain, uh, which I learned from you. And then also mm-hmm. kind of clearing the house of things that, you know, I don't want to throw good food out, but I mean, you know, kind of work your way through it and keep those mm-hmm. healthier things in the house so that I'm not tempted. And I'll, I'll tell you, like everybody else, the last six weeks of the holiday season and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and everything else, it's just gluttonous. And yeah. I feel like yeah. a big, you know, a lump, you know, sometimes because I, I didn't have as much time to work out, but I do feel myself kind of getting back on that track again. But you have to set a goal to really just change the way you do things. Well, I think that people have to, you know, I tell my people in my group, listen, nobody's perfect. I don't ask you to be perfect because I'm not perfect. And if you look at my Instagram, and I put a lot of hopefully inspirational informational videos on my Instagram. Um, My Instagram is at Dr. Ian Smith, spell the doctor out, I-A-N Smith. But, you know, you'll see me at a Bulls game eating a piece of rainbow cake, uh, you know, with Mike Reinsdorf. <laughs> right, right. Because, because and people say, you're going to post that? Yes, because I want people to realize you can't obsess about always doing the right thing because life is not about that. I believe you do 70% of the time if you do something pretty well, you're good. 30% of the time, it's okay. And so I really think that people beat themselves up too much um, when they're trying to follow a plan. Okay, you have a bad day. You have a bad day. It's okay. I tell my followers, listen, guys. You may have a bad day. You can even have a bad week. It's okay. Move on to the next one. When people get stuck in what has happened bad in the past and they can't move beyond that, then their failure becomes their prison where failure should be your teacher and your motivation to move forward. And so, you know, listening to you say how you, you know, you, you've retrained your brain and how you're, mm-hmm. you, the last few years you've done better. I think it's because you've had kind of a wholesale approach mm-hmm. that's different. And people have to change their perspective about how they eat, how they move, and what it means to life, to overall life, right? Um, that's right. Because my thing is, I always say, life is bigger than everything. So, you know, without life, there's nothing. So life is bigger than a diet. It's bigger than a loss. It's bigger than a job promotion. It's bigger than everything. And so people, I think, need to just keep better perspective. If you got a question for Dr. Ian, give us a call or text 312-981-7200. You know what I'm seeing popping up on um, 
Instagram and on social media all the time is now all of a sudden everyone's talking about intermittent fasting. And you were one of the first that really, really threw it out there and made it part of your plan. But, you know, the descriptions aren't as accurate as you've described them. But tell folks about what intermittent fasting is all about. The basic concept of intermittent fasting is exactly what it says. Intermittent, that means occasionally you're going to fast. It doesn't mean a straight fast, right? It's not a starvation. It's eating and fasting. And so there are two major ways to do intermittent fasting. The most popular way that people know about is called time-restricted feeding, otherwise known as TRF. And in that method, you you take the 24-hour day and you break it up into an eating window and a fasting window. And that's how all your days look like. So let's say, for example, you're doing a 12-12, which means 12 hours of eating, 12 hours of fasting. Then you decide when you want to start eating, right? So let's say you start eating at 8 o'clock in the morning, and you you have a 12-hour eating window, so you can eat from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., then that's it. At 8 p.m. through the night to 8 a.m., you are in your fast. That would be you know, intermittent fasting using time-restricted feeding. The other method that people know about is something called the 5-2 method. And that method says you do five days of the week of normal eating and you do two days of low-calorie eating. So it's not so it's not technically a fast, like you're not eating. You're just eating really low calories on those two days, 800 or less calories. But then the key to that program is you cannot have the low-calorie days back-to-back. So you can't go normal, normal, low-calorie, low-calorie, then yeah. go back to normal days. you got to at least have a day separating. And those are the two popular methods. Now, in the Metflex diet, I introduce another style of intermittent fasting, which is called alternate day fast. And what that is this. You do one day of normal eating, followed by a day of 500 calories or less, followed by a day of normal eating. You keep alternating for the week. Um, it's an aggressive type of fasting uh, regimen, but is extremely effective for a lot of people. So the beauty is you can choose what works for you because some people say, you know, I can't, 500 calories is just not enough for me. I'm not going to be able to make it. Okay, then maybe you should try the TRF method. So that is what intermittent fasting is. And the reason why intermittent fasting works is because here's the, 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 the kingpin here. It works because when your body is in the fasted state, that means there is no food energy on board, your body still requires energy. Just sitting in mm-hmm. a chair, by That's the right. way, yeah. your body's energy. And where does it go to get the energy? It goes into your fat mm-hmm. because fat yeah. is a storage form of energy, so it breaks the fat down. So that's that's intermittent fasting. By the way, I have a nice video. If people go to my Facebook page, Dr. Ian K. Smith, or my YouTube channel, um, Get Fit with Dr. Ian, I do I explain all this um I hope very well in a video so people can understand it. Yeah, we've got a few texts coming. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit one before we hit a break here, but 773, which is worse, carbs or sugar? Not sure I can live without both. Well, carbs are sugar, actually. That's right. So yeah. carbo- carbohydrates are sugar, um, and carbohydrates get broken down into sugar molecules or glucose uh, by the digestive system. So they're actually the same thing now. We do need sugar, by the way, just so you know that. We do need some form of sugar. Glucose is the number one fuel source for our brain. That's all our brain wants. So we have to eat sugar. The problem is we are over-consuming sugar. 312-981-7200. If you have a question for Dr. Ian, you can call, you can text. There's more with Dr. Ian Smith next on 720 WGN. Day Plier, 720 WGN. We're talking to Dr. Ian Smith. Uh, got a first texture in here, another texture, 847. Uh, like others, I'm a busy mom. I barely have time for myself. What's a good strategy to make sure I stick to any plan I eat on the run? 
Yeah. So this is a very common phenomenon. And, you know, unfortunately, you can't change the need to be on the run. I'm on the run, too, by the way, picking up kids and dropping them off. Mm -hmm. So it happens. In these particular situations, sitting down and mapping out what your day looks like is the absolute most important, number one. Number two, you have to make sure that you plan ahead of time where you're going to be getting food. So, you know, if you know that you're going to be picking up the kids from 3.30 to, let's say, 5 o'clock with an after-school activity, you got to make sure you have some food in the bank, you know, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, or something afterward planned. So you, you really, in these kind of situations, you have to sit there and look at your day. I always say to people, listen, and I do this, when I go to sleep, before I go to sleep at night, I always take a few minutes to think about what my next day looks like. Mm-hmm. What, am I need- what do my meetings look like? Where am I going to go? Am I traveling? What are the kids' schedules? And that gives me a better idea in my head how I'm going to map it out. And then the next day you're ready. The other thing I, should, I say to people all the time is, you know, Sunday, I, I love Sundays for a lot of reasons, but Sundays are a great day to really cook foods that are convenient and on the go that you can put in Tupperware, put in Ziploc bags, and really have them ready to go. Um, and so it's not about cooking during the week. It's just about warming up, heating, and grabbing out of the refrigerator and going. So I think that people would be better, um, you know, better suited and better advised to try to prepare as much as possible when you're an on-the-go kind of person, you know, um, than expecting to be able to cook. With, like for us, you know, I'm at tennis right now. You know, one of my sons, I can't cook dinner tonight. Um, and so my wife can't cook dinner tonight. So, you know, you got to you got to plan accordingly, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, say parents, grandparents, you're usually, in most cases, packing a lunch for your kids. You pack something for yourself while you're in the kitchen and doing that. You kind of forget to think of yourself, you know? That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. You posted, and I love all your social, because it, it always, like, wakes me up and says, jeez, oh, yeah, you just, you're, they're like general reminders when I see you pop up. I'm like, oh, what's he telling, what's he going to tell me I'm doing wrong? Um, but, <laughs> but you just did some belly uh, fat busters uh, that you showed on online. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I did five belly fat busters um, that people should have. Um, the first one I talked about were avocados. Mm-hmm. Um, which are full of the good fats. People say, well, they're very fatty, yes, but they're, they're good fats, which are the unsaturated. So the monounsaturated fats are very healthy fats, but they're also full of fiber. Um, and they also have been believed, by the way, to help with the abdominal and visceral fat. Visceral fat, by the way, is the fat around our organs, which is what we're really trying to lose because that's a really dangerous fat. Um, but a lot of these five things I talk about, different studies have shown or suggested that they can help reduce belly fat in particular, but fat overall. So on the list are avocados. Fatty fish are very good, by the way. Mm. Um, Salmon, mackerel, sardines, anchovies. Um, These things, herring, these things are full of omega-3s. And people really need to look at what omega-3s can do. They are really wonderful. And you can get them either in fatty fish or you can get them as a supplement um, in case you're not eating fatty fish. But omega-3s also are very helpful. And then I go on to talk about oats uh, is also on the list. Uh, Green tea um, is on the list. And I think that when people see the video, if they go to my Instagram, they can see it. I do explain what are in these different things, the different types of antioxidants and catechins that actually help, um, you know, with belly fat and other types of fat. Very cool. I'm going to pivot a little bit before I let you go. For millions of Americans, the winter months, uh, when the days get shorter, nights are colder, it's time of sadness and struggle. It's, it's it's seasonal affective disorder, and you know health experts say that 
seasonal depression is more than just the winter blues. Uh, women, younger people, and those that already have a family history or history of depression are very much at risk, and it could last a while. Like, So what are some tips for those folks that are out there? I mean, sunlight is obviously the biggest cure, and we, we don't have a lot of snow. The weather's been pretty decent. It's supposed to be like 40s next week. Which oh is my a, goodness. right? Which don't is don't get me started. We've been so fortunate, and it gets me. Yeah. and I get so upset when I feel like people aren't being grateful. I, listen, I understand global warming, so I, I get it. This is not a good thing if it's global warming related. But we as Chicagoans should be so grateful of the weather we've had. I was just saying to Ben um, before I got on. I said, listen, the last ten days have been jacket, jacket optional in Chicago yeah. in January. Yeah. We're mid January, yeah. and I said, I say to my kids all the time. I said, guess what? Here's the good news. You can't stop the clock, which means winter is going to run out of time. Mm -hmm. So the deeper we can get into winter having nice, good days, the less time we have for bad days. But anyway, I, I, I love weather, so I'm getting distracted. But, <laughs> but, but the, point is, okay. sorry, the, the, the point is this. People who suffer from of, uh, a long yeah. a seasonal affective Effective. disorder yeah. or, just, or, or just feeling down, you want to make sure that there's nothing else going on, right? So it's always sure. helpful to talk to a healthcare professional to see if there is something chemical that's happening. You know, what is the underpinning? It, it, it may just be the weather. It may just be the season, which is fine. But there are things you can do other than, you know, sunlight is bad in Chicago during the winter. We know that. But there are also lights that you can buy that's that right. are very good, by the way, that mm -hmm. they've shown. And I also do a video, by the way, of things that are mood boosters uh, that people can look uh, in my Instagram or my YouTube channel. Um, but there are things like methylfolate. Um, you know, that's a that's a good booster. So there are different types of boosters, vitamins um, that people can take that also can help um, with getting their mood up. But I, but I, I don't want to diminish the importance of least at least once checking you in a healthcare professional to make sure there's nothing else going on that doesn't require a different type of intervention. And you can do that intervention in addition to having, you know, some vitamin supplementation. Love it. Dr. Ian Smith, Dr. Uh, Ian Smith com, And you spell out the word doctor. You want to share your socials again? Yeah, real fast. So my Instagram is at Dr. Ian Smith. Spell the doctor out, I-A-N Smith. My email address, if you want to join my free challenge to get a free meal plan online, is Ian Smith, I-A-N Smith, fitbody at gmail.com. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk soon. Happy New Year to you. Thanks again. You too, man. Take care.